good to be the king. It's good to be the king. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> That's a fun. Full circle. <laughs> jump, jump. Jump, jump. Jump in my pocket. What up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Jump in Me Pocket. We are live, and I guess by or, live I mean... So to speak, yeah. I would about to say. Yeah. <laughs> by the time you hear this, it'll probably be three or four weeks later. But Oh, yeah. Uh, we're in the uh, J-Rad Studios. <laughs> That's right, buddy. I got my co-host over here, B-Rad. What's happening, man? dude? And uh, local G in the house. Present and accounted for. Uh, Google Assistant. <laughs> yep. That's uh, what it's... It's just slowly going from local girlfriend to just Google Assistant. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> um, we got One a guest. joke and you can put to work. <laughs> <laughs> we got our guests in the house tonight. We got Sean Murray. Sean. Come, come here all the way from New Jersey, right? Yep. Yep. New, yep. All the way from New, New Jersey just, yep. to, just to do this podcast. We appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as I found out you guys had this, I was like, I was like, this is first show number one. And you got here three days ago. He prepped three days ahead of time. He made sure you got here in just enough time. Uh, We have Brian Creek in the house. Mr. Creek. Uh, Both Sean and Brian, I graduated with these guys. They're in town Mm -hmm. for our reunion that I did not go to. well, skipped out on that. Why uh, didn't you go to it? Well, well my well, daughter had a birthday party, uh-huh. so I went mm-hmm. to my daughter's little birthday party. Um, I would have normally been DJing also, but I did not DJ because I went yep. to the birthday party. Um, I just didn't, just didn't make it out there. Yeah, there was a band. Yeah, a uh, Corey Link's band, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, the, she said they had a DJ or something too, right? No, no DJ. I don't was... <laughs> Do you remember? Oh. <laughs> Do you remember much? <laughs> I don't know much, but the whiskey was flowing. <laughs> yeah, buddy. The beers were definitely. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> we were having a great time. It was great. it was a lot of fun. We wish yeah. you were there. That well, would have been I'll, great to have yeah. you over there, but. I ended yeah. up at Dolphy's Lounge like yeah. probably about ten o'clock after the, her party, so I didn't, you know. She's been playing this party for a long time, so I was like, I yeah. gotta go to this party. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun too. Yeah, they they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were the oldest ones there. We, kind of, yeah. We, ah, yes, but, but no, there. but still, like you were at the top, then Brad, then me. <laughs> okay, yeah, pretty much. We were the trifecta, <laughs> yeah. as always, the pocketeers, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's get into it. Here we got Sean uh, on the podcast. Yep. As soon as I heard he was coming in, I was gonna hit him up. I was like, I want to talk to him because I know. Sean, you've done a lot of stuff in New Jersey acting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You've okay. been on um, Saturday Night Live. Yep. Yep. Several times, right? Yep. 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 As sure. a, you know, one their background actors. They're extras, extras in the extras background. On the show, so nothing That's significant, hey, that's, that's but awesome, it was dude. always fun to do the yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. How many shows, you know, how many shows did you do that? There. First time I ever went out there, it was one of the coolest things, my experience, was just touching the stage where all those musicians oh, no that, yeah. had played for so many years, watching them on Saturday night. So I mean, you would see the best of of the best throughout the years if, oh, if you're yeah. a fan of SNL. And so it, it was a lot of fun. I probably did about, um, I'd say at least a dozen episodes that I made it on to. Oh wow! And an interesting story about SNL when I first had done it. Uh, there had been several people that um, that had been coming there for years, and you know you would get picked to do certain sketches, and they always have like two hours of sketches that they'll run through in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then they carve out a half an hour. So those sketches that they carve out that they're not going to use for the live show, all those people go home. Mm-hmm. So oh. there there have been people, quite a few people that they always got cut from the show. So they'd been. Doing, doing the show and for never like, got to be on TV. Yeah, 15, 16 years and never made it to oh, a live table. Wow. Because their portion of the sketch would get cut out. It was just because the and sketch I, they were yeah, involved in, right? And I was like, oh, wow, that really sucks. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, holy cow, how long is it going to take me? Like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm nobody. And these right. people have been here for years. Mm-hmm. And But 
my first sketch made it, <laughs> which was great, you know. So we made that's the awesome. Girl. That's yeah. like, dude, sorry, yeah, man. Yeah, I was yeah, like, wow, dude. that's pretty good. But most wow. of the sketches I did were always a lot of fun and a lot of fun to do. And mm-hmm. you got to meet a lot of uh, a lot of celebrities, whoever was hosting it. that week. Yeah, oh, that's you cool. know, so you get an opportunity to work with most of those people, which is fun. I mean, the whole thing, the whole premise of it is co- kind of quirky and fun. So that's mm-hmm. what they mm-hmm. want you to bring to it depending on the sketch but i know i know there are times you're watching a sketch and you're like how is that guy not dying laughing right now <laughs> yeah i was getting ready to ask so, like how do y'all do that like because yeah. you'll watch it and you'll see him and nobody laughs nobody yeah. moves in the background it's just the people you know the actors mm-hmm. and the comedians that break yeah. but you don't see anybody in the background break yeah how do y'all do that well i think a lot of it is they hire snl hires you know trained actors right. to do, mm-hmm. be a part of that situation so okay i mean when you've gone through it like you know usually on a friday you'll get there and you you could run through it a few times and then saturday's the big day so mm-hmm. by the time you get to filming or to that point where it's a live show mm-hmm. uh you've already you're done, done this scene so you've many heard times. it so many times and everything else it's yeah. not nearly as funny as it was mm-hmm. the first time you saw it right. gotcha uh and, but then you know when you go to a live situation that can change. You yeah. Because exactly. they'll throw a monkey wrench in yeah. it real quick. Yeah. Improv. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's very quick. I mean, it's interesting the quickness that they, they really put people through to get in and out of their costumes onto the set and back out of costume into different mm-hmm. costumes. I mean, that, as you see, is forever, it seems, you know. So those people have done really well with that. Uh, I've, I was impressed. I was like, holy cow, this is how they get these people in and out of there so quickly. Wow. That's, That's awesome. Be super interesting. Man, man when people oh, yeah. are walking out of the show off the wings, they've got wardrobe right there, handlers, helping them get into the next costume before that. So they can be in the next set. Yeah. So wow. it, it's crazy to watch them turn into something so quickly. I've seen it several times. I was always impressed. That's with that. cool. Yeah. And you're on a season. Very what cool. season? Do you know, like season number by, by chance? Or who 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 was some of the actors on that? Oh man, season? I would have to like <laughs> huh? Cardinal the football. Remember? Yeah, I, yeah, there was there one one. I was Cardinal football player. I'm not sure who was. Uh, I remember the actors? Dude. I remember oh, yeah. one. I just remember seeing one that you posted, um, and I actually showed them the other day. Oh I yeah. Up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was able to find it on YouTube because all I remembered was uh, Siren Live and uh, as a bowling. Yeah. It was a bowling game. Was it Blake Lively? <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. Was it Blake Lively? I don't know. I yeah, think so. it was her. It was a female. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was female her bowlers. and um, yeah, and, and that I, main um, uh, Mike. Yeah, yeah, it was Blake Just, Lively. I remember that. That was that one was really fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That That's the only thing I remember. I remember first, Sean. That was my yeah. That was my first one. <laughs> that was your first one. That, that was my was first really? one. Yeah. That's the one I remember. That's why I remember. So it was supposed to be like this 80s, 70s situation at the bowling alley, like we were at yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always homework. Okay. But yeah. It, that was that was fun, and I was like, you know, I, I'm just gonna add the fist pump in there because I know that's like a very '80s thing, you know. So I I got lucky, and you know, I was I was pretty much sat right beside Blake, and then yeah, I, you were right, you're right center. Mm. Of the but her father, her father was in that too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Most people don't know that her dad, who just recently passed away, he was uh-huh. a very famous actor. Uh, he'd done stunts for quite a long time in, in California and various other places. He did mm. a lot of westerns, I think. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but he was actually there, which was, and I was sitting right beside her dad and pretty much right behind her. I mean, she was a very lovely girl. It was it was fun. It was a good time. But again, it was very structured, very quick. You're in, you're out. And right. They don't, you don't get they a don't, lot of time to do like a oh, meet no, and greet or no. anything else. Like Friday is a lot more chill because you go in there and you're just rehearsing and they're they're kind of really just going through the blocking and the mm-hmm. and the conversation or whatever, and then, you know, so you get to spend a lot more time in that process of all. But by the time you get to Saturday, it's just getting you in and out as quickly. That's just as moving you as fast as possible. Yeah, because they you 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 have a you know, you, you, they only give you so much time for everything. Yeah. So that's right. why they have to carve out at least a half wow. hour of a yeah. two hour show. But you know, by the time to knock out we the get there on yeah. a Saturday night. To that moment where we're about to go live, you know, everybody knows who's get, who's going home and who's staying at that point. 
And then it's just, I always liked my favorite part of it is if I was in the opening monologue. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, where they're doing that opening scene. Live from Saturday Night, yeah. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. always my favorite one to do because you were the first up and you were the first out. You know, so you oh, okay. got you got like okay, here's my moment. Hey, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then you're just walking out the door. You just go grab your stuff. Did you ever sure. go back and uh, watch the show? Uh, no, no. I yes. go home. Out, out the door. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'd go home. Worked really hard. Yeah. Time to go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put your work in and, and go. Yeah. By the time you got to that point, you were ready to go home because right. I'd, no, yeah. I'd be there for like 14, 15 hours at you know NBC was there, Wow. Was there ever a chance you had two scenes? In a show? Well, t- very rarely. Very I mean, rarely. I, it happened once, and that was such a long time ago. Right. But it was it was a rarity. I was just doing a background pass. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even tell you what it was for. I mean, it was just, they needed something. Something was going on back there. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they'll use uh, people's bodies to block particular things or something. So I don't know what I was blocking. <laughs> oh, but it was, okay. it was, you know, I mean, it was nothing. So it's part of the, ca- uh, part of the <laughs> yeah. set or something. You're blocking something. In the set. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, I was just very sudden. I was like, okay, my friend though, I had a friend that he did um, their 50th or something anniversary uh, episode. And it was between him and I, and, and he actually got picked cause I didn't want to do it, but I wish I would have wanted to do it because he ended up getting like every time because they they considered him a you know um, a lead on it, and so every every time they would air it, he would get like a thousand dollars for this thing. Oh wow! And every time they air it, and I was like, "Fuck, man, what did I do?" <laughs> <laughs> I had the moment, and they were like looking at me and looking at him, and they were like, "Who wants to do this? Who wants to do this?" And I was like, "I, I want to go home." And then, yeah. And then he told he started he told me what he got for it, and I was, I was like, like, "No way." Yeah. And then he said, you know, and every time they air that every year, I get that same buyout every oh, year. Damn. And I was that's like, well, that's a nice cool. little Christmas present, <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, so yeah. Every year he gets like over like $1,200. So did y'all get something for your that. little, for your, your kids? <laughs> What's that? For when y'all got aired, whenever you got aired, did you ever get something pay for that? Oh, uh, no, I never. Uh, no, I never had anything like that. Uh, okay. No, nothing close to that. Gotcha. Yeah. But acting is fun. Uh, it, it. It, it has its moments. And now, if you guys don't know, we're already we're in a strike. You know, the yeah, yeah. And the, actors the SAG. Mm-hmm. So, and people a lot of times don't understand what that's about, and and you know they see these very people that live very wealthy and very affluent lives, but what they don't see is, you know, all the people behind the scenes that mm-hmm. make those things happen. And there's 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 a lot of turning you know, cogs in this whole big machine mm-hmm. that is making movies. And, and the bulk of people aren't making the money you think they were making. I know yeah. I, I read an, uh, an article recently. It was over uh, the Orange is the New Black. And you were thinking, okay, well, you would think those people had to do really well considering that show, you know, in that yeah. time. Slot. Very popular. Very, very popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, overall, they, they had been seen over a hundred million times oh, when yeah. they found out at the end, but they didn't find this out until the show was canceled. Mm. And a lot of those actresses on the show were making, you know, maybe 10 cents here, 15 cents here. And a lot of these people that, you know, this is something that they, uh, plan on as being an actor for something right. as big as that. You plan on those residuals right? because that helps pay the way, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's, that's kind of like yeah. your, your life's work. And not everybody is in that same category, you know. The actors that are, you know, the the leads, they're you know, the huge names. Yeah, yeah, they're taken care of. It's the, all the other people underneath them, right? You Just know? trying to get a leg up somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. They're the ones paying the price. So mm-hmm. many, just so many people. I'm fortunate that you know I parlayed my kind of acting career into like doing events in the city. I, I manage events. I manage manage concerts and events and various things like that well, all throughout cool. the city so i stay busy with stuff like that and yeah it's fun and and the great thing is is i'm i'm pretty much already doing what i do on set and i'm just hanging out with a bunch of assholes <laughs> yeah. bunch of prima donnas and assholes i love it it's one you know different day different place same thing okay mm-hmm. And I've had people that are like, why do you still work there? And I'm like, oh, I'm just dealing with it's, different assholes is all, man. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. let's just get used to those assholes. Mm-hmm. And then 
You're comfortable with it, right? You're yeah, yeah. It. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's like any other job. <laughs> it's like any other job. You just got you've got certain assholes you have to deal with, and you have certain people. It's like, hey, that's my friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. It's like you're an True asshole, that. but you're my asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't ever say that out loud again. <laughs> 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 so you've done some big movies, right? A couple big movies. You oh, did yeah. Wall Street. I did uh, Wall Street Two. Money Never Sleeps. I worked on Men in Black Three. Oh, that's um, cool. Um, yeah, Wall Street Two was an interesting movie. It was my first time. Um, you know, that was probably the biggest thing I had ever done mm-hmm. at that point. You know what I was doing, and, and at that point, I was actually doing a lot. I was filming. On the show Ugly Betty, Rescue Me, Law and Order. And then out of nowhere, I got this opportunity to, you know, be a, a double, you know, stand in, as they call it, mm-hmm. for Josh Brolin. And, and I actually called them up and said, Hey, you know, I know I'm not supposed to do this. I called up the <laughs> casting director. I know I'm not supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Yeah, why are you calling me? And I, I said, uh, you know, I think I look like Josh Brolin. I think I'm the guy you're looking for for Josh Brolin. And and he was like, well, what's your name again? I gave him my name. He puts it in. He was like, well, damn, you would have been a good fit for Josh Brolin. <laughs> would have been? He said, you would have been great for Josh Brolin. And I was like, thanks. And he was like, well, as luck would have it, we just hired somebody for Josh Brolin yesterday. And I was oh, like, wow. fuck. Oh, damn. You know, I was pissed, you know. So I got off the phone. And I was like, oh, this fucking sucks, you know. And the next day, that casting director calls me and says, hey, they don't like the guy that we hired for Brolin. Oh. And since you called us yesterday, we're going to send you in. Damn. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. okay, I'll go. You know, So I got there that next day. And no sooner I got there, I pissed off the first <laughs> assistant director. <laughs> I mean, I pissed this guy off. And he was mad at me, and, and and it sucked that he was mad at me. And I was like, "Great, this is gonna be my first and last day. <laughs> you know, this is gonna be this is gonna be work out great. You know." <laughs> and so, um, so he was like, "I asked him for the sides. If you guys know anything about um, filming, anything, you know, the actors, they they mm. all get sides. Okay, every one of them. And and what the sides are." is it pretty much is all the dialogue and it might tell you like um, enter scene uh, through the door in a cafe or it could be an outside action starts here. The sides just pretty much tell you all the dialogue between the actors mm-hmm. and at the same time it tells you what the filming is happening, what filming's happening, mm-hmm. wh- what's taking place in this moment. So mm-hmm. it just, it really breaks down like the scene for you. So you can start to make, you know, marks on your sides. Of, okay, I went stage right on this line, or I went stage left on this line, or I you know, kind of like up a, and, uh, like the storyboards that exactly. they would put up or something. So yeah, all okay. of all of everybody, actors, all the everybody pretty much has the sides in their hand because it's, it's like how we roll the day. Mm-hmm. And so I asked the guy for the sides, the first assistant director, and he was just pissed off. He was like, "Why would you ask me for the sides?" I'm like. Uh, so I can mark this down and we can, you know, I can do my job. He was like, look, you don't get the sides. I don't need them to be on eBay. I don't need them being sold to this place and that. And I was like, dude, I was like, why would I sell your sides? Look, all you have to do is just go over there, don't say a word, and just sit in that corner and don't say a word. I'm like, okay, wow. So I go to, in the corner, here. Josh Brolin, Shia LaBeouf comes out. They're doing their scene. Oliver Stone is directing them. I'm right there watching the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm watching the whole thing. So they, you know, they go through the whole scene, everything, and then they're like, "Okay, uh, you guys can walk away." Told the actors, "Walk away, go get changed, whatever." Crew has a set, and that's when we come onto the set, and they start building the set around the dialogue around the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, they build the lighting, they build the cameras, they build the the soundstage, so to speak. And so I'm just standing there, and out of nowhere, Oliver Stone comes up to me. He says to me, he says, do you remember the line, Brolin came over here, came over to the mantle here, and he picked this up, and then he kind of just had it in his hand, but he set it on this line, then he, he put it down, and it was on a different line, and he picked it up, and da da I was like, 
Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what line that was. And I'm just sitting there thinking, oh my God. Oh, oh damn. God. If I'd just got so, inside. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So I, we go to lunch. By the time we get through the whole scene, it was like another hour. By that time, it, it brought us to lunch. So we go to lunch. And I come back from lunch and, you know, we're about to set up for the next scene, whatever. And uh, first AD is the same guy. I was like, hey, can I get the sides? He was like, look, I don't know what your problem is with the sides. You don't get to use the sides. I don't, what are you doing with these sides? I was like, all the dialogue's on there. I can write down when he's doing what he's doing on here. That way, when the crew has the set and we're running through like how the set's supposed to go or the scene that we're trying to film, it's going to make it better for us if I know what direction to go in. He, and I said, on top of that, I don't need Oliver Stone telling me or asking me, <laughs> you know, uh, do you know what line he went on that and said that? I was like, no, I don't. So the guy was like, you can have the sides. Here's the sides. Gives me the wow. sides. Well, finally wow. gives me the sides. He was like, I better not see these on eBay. I was like, good God, man. So we run through that scene. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens. Brolin and Shia LaBeouf walk away again to go get changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go through the whole scene. At that moment, I had all everything wrote down, you know, mm-hmm. and was memorizing it. So they come back. It's about an hour later. We were ready. Shia LaBeouf walks into the room, and Oliver was like, great. Let's run, let's run through the once, you know, let's see how this looks. Mm-hmm. And Josh wasn't there. And they were like, oh, Josh is about 10 minutes away. And then uh, Oliver said, will you do the scene with Shia? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, well, that's wow. cool, dude. So, um, so we were about to do the scene. And uh, Brolin walks into the room. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, fuck, you know. And uh, Oliver Stone tells, oh, Brolin's here. Brolin's here. Just put Brolin in. And Brolin's like, oh, I'm still not ready. You guys go. You guys go. And, and Stone was like, are you still good to do this? And I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we do the scene. The whole dialogue, all the stage directions, all of everything. And they yell, uh, Oliver Stone says, cut. Everybody gave me a standing ovation. <laughs> that is wow. awesome. They gave me a standing ovation. They were like, that was badass. Hell yeah, dude. That's Roland awesome. came over and he was like, are you trying to steal my job? <laughs> and I was like, no, dude, no. He was like, I've never seen anybody do that. He said, holy cow. Wow, that's, that's so, awesome, dude. And that, so we went through the scene and everything. And I went back to, we were, we were done for the day. Mm-hmm. And I go back up to the first AD. I was like, look, here's your sides. He was like, you know what? You can keep those you're the only guy that gets the sides that's <laughs> cool. like, you get the sides whenever you want the sides you're the only one hell that's yeah dude. Fantastic, that's, that's fucking fantastic. dope for shit man hell yeah yeah hell that yeah. was that's that great. was a great story and that was um you know it was it was really amazing to have that opportunity absolutely, you know? oh, yeah. absolutely. And, and i'm so, sure you've run into your fair share of like because uh, you know from we get tabloid news and we hear stuff on the news all the time about you know actors that'll lose lose their shit on set on set and everything mm-hmm. else and i'm sure you've ran into plenty of prima donnas and stuff like that oh yeah and i'm not gonna ask for any names or anything like that <laughs> at all but you know when it comes to like saturday night live and working on these movies and stuff brolin shia labeouf uh you mentioned blake lively is there anybody that you've worked with that you really like when you were starting to come in was like i really want to work with them at some point have you been able to do that yet Oh, Brolin would have been one of the main ones for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, oh, I was, yeah. he's amazing. Mm-hmm. I always liked Josh as a kid. I liked his movies. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I liked his attitude with the movies that he did. So I always like he was someone that I looked up to. So for me, oh, yeah. to be able to work with him at the capacity that I was able to work with him, because you mm-hmm. know, at one point I started traveling with Brolin. So, oh wow! Yeah, so he was definitely one of my most influential people because. I learned a lot from him. I got to be on sets and be a part of film that most people could only dream of. Oh, yeah, and dude. It's, a, it's an incredible opportunity. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, it is a job. It's, oh, it's yeah. you know, sometimes people look at the grass and they think it's greener on the other side. Right, right. And then, and then when you get it's down work. to it's the work. thick of it and you're like, holy cow, this is a lot of work, you know. Oh, because yeah. it does require you to do a lot of work. And uh, it's a lot of be, being very responsible. So it's... 
I'm, I'm fortunate and I'm thankful, you know, with the strike that's happening right now, I'm not being too overly affected by it because, mm-hmm. you know, I chose a second career because as an actor, you know, if you're a musician or whatnot, you know, you've got to have something you can fall back on, right. something you can rely oh, on. Oh, yeah, the mob is fickle. Yeah, yeah. So, so you got to so, pay the bills, you mm-hmm. know, so. You said the events. Are you talking about, like, Broadway events? Uh, are you talking about, like, acting events? I, musicians I, mean, I do it all I do like, like all the events I, I do them all it's it's incredible the the amount of things I get to do and especially being in New York City it's I mean it's the the, the crossroad of the world it oh, yeah. really is the crossroads of the world it's just like so much is going on there you know you've got your filming you've got your you know you've got your Broadway you've got your singers you've got your songwriters you've got your writers you've got I mean, yeah. you've got fashion there. You've got, I mean, New York City is just like the mecca of it all. So, oh, yeah. it's, you know, people are still moving there, mm-hmm. you know, believe it or not. Maybe not as much because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think, think a I, lot left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about graffiti? Graffiti? Is it, or who is that one guy that Bugsby or... Banksy. Banksy, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the that. The digital place that you were talking about, Bronx. Oh, um, the the Hollywood. Yes. The yeah. Word. Oh, luminaires. <laughs> oh yeah. What about it? Well, that's a really neat place. Um, it'd be oh, worth yeah. looking up on um, on um, Google it or I'm sorry, YouTube it. It's uh, Hall mm-hmm. de Lumières. It's one of the events that I um, help manage in this space. It, it used to be an old bank. Mm-hmm. that they turned into this really, really cool art installation. And from time to time, you'll, depending on you know, the event, it could be you know, a celebrity situation, it could be a corporate situation, it could be a number of things. Mm-hmm. And, but the, the space is really cool, especially if you like artwork and the way that they integrate the artwork into the marble that is this huge bank. And, you know, oh, wow. and the ceilings are like 25 feet tall. And stained glass and whatnot. It's it's really beautiful, actually. Um, Hall de Lumières. Hall de Lumières. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Very cool. It's a beautiful spot. So. So, how long have you actually been acting now at this point? And how did you get started? Yes. Oh my God, that was a long one. <laughs> um, uh-huh. <laughs> Loaded questions. <laughs> No, you know, I started acting when I was a when I was a young kid. I I always liked um, I liked acting, mm-hmm. and I might not would have fallen in acting had it not been for you know I, I liked I liked playing sports. Mm-hmm. I liked to play football. I liked to do a number of things. But considering where I came from and my family, we didn't have the means to you know. So my dad could come pick me up from football practice all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, I was brand new in town, so I didn't always know anybody. So, I mean, I wasn't always offered a ride. So it just became very difficult to play a sport. So, but, so then that's when I kind of fell into acting and that I was like, well, you know, it's here in the class and there's not mm-hmm. a lot of people joining. So why not? You know, yeah. it could be fun. And, and it was a way just like playing sports can be a way to s- escape, you know, your reality for a minute and do something different. And acting was that for me where I, I, I don't know, I started booking roles, just little high school roles. And I was like, wow, this is cool. That's awesome. This is cool. Yeah. I mean, I remember that was about around the time I started, I watched the first wall street movie Mm -hmm. and I watched that movie and I was like, holy cow, that was an amazing movie. I was really, I thought Charlie Sheen was awesome. Daryl Hannah, Martin Sheen was in it. Mm. Um, uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that movie was fantastic. And I remember after the movie, I was like, I'm going to work on the second one. I will end up working on That's the second awful. film. I don't care if I'm sweeping the parking lot. I'm going to end up... Sw- I, I. That's what I said in my mind. You know, I just set my mind to like, I am going to do this and I'm not going to stop until, I, you know, my last breath, you know, because mm-hmm. I, 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 I feel like if something were to happen to me today... I could die a happy man because I, you know, I fought really hard to go to a lot of these places I've gone to mm-hmm. and, and it's helped shape my life. And, and I'm, I'm happy that I didn't give up on my dream because if Absolutely. I would have given up on my right. dream, I might have 
ended up in a lot worse ways, you know? So, oh, yeah. so I feel good that I took that type of responsibility to be able to do that. That, that reminds me of a book. That I've been cool. reading, the, you probably read it, I don't know, Thinking Grow Rich. Mm. Um, huh? Yes, think and think and grow rich, and it, it it's on the same baseline where you you focus. That's your focus, and you you you, you it consumes you, and that's you mm-hmm. put that. You're gonna make that real. You're gonna make that thought a reality, no matter what. And it, it, apparently, I need to read this book. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I think I have it. Uh-huh. Oh well, all right then. Yeah, I might have to dig that one out. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's a good one. Sweet, uh, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Very question. cool. Um, so you did Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing the events now. Are you still looking for roles, or are you still actively looking? Well, you know, right now I I can't be. I mean, with the with strike, the strike, strike, strike yeah. there's nothing yeah, I can right. do. I, I can't so go So it's, it's totally shut down everything, yeah, right? everything yeah. is shut down. There's not wow. one job I would be able to accept. If I got a commercial role for something, I, I could do that. I'm allowed to do that. But that's what happens when the writer strike happens. A lot of us underlings, the ones that are, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, paycheck to paycheck kind of people from time to time. Mm-hmm. I mean, thankfully, because of my other job, I'm not necessarily that. Right. But I know I have friends that that is their full-time job, and they don't have anything else to fall, fall back, back on. Until the strike is Until over Until the with. strike is over. Yeah. So they're having to contact sag aftra and and you know there's a sag aftra program that they have which is great that helps these actors help pay their bills mm-hmm. while the strike is going on and dwayne johnson just donated i think over a million dollars to the yeah. sag aftra yeah, you know, i remember seeing that fund. on there yeah yeah so we, we shall see i mean so right now there's no acting to be had and I can't cross the picket line because right, right. yeah, like all yeah. all TV shows yeah. and I think even some uh, like online like YouTube shows and stuff have actually shut down because of it and things like that too. Um, like Dimension Twenty, some of the the uh, live action role play games that I like to watch and stuff. Dimension Twenty, Critical Role, places like that, they are actually on a strike too for to show solidarity mm-hmm. uh, for all the SAG actors and the writers and everything. So. That was really cool to me. I, I enjoyed seeing that and being like, yeah, you know, you're not, some of you are actually professional actors. Some of you are not, mm-hmm. but you're all taking a stand just to be with these guys as well, because I, I, I kind of understand where they're coming with it. It's like, yeah, the, the big guy, your main actor, he's going to make millions of dollars. But when you watch those credit scenes, all these people had something else to do with, not just him. Yeah. So he doesn't deserve, I mean, he deserves to be paid a generous amount, but the rest of them deserve an equal pay as well, or yeah. a, a, an equal share of what they've done. So I agree with that entirely. It's probably well over I'm sure. Oh, yeah, more than likely. And in very, very stressful situations, you need to have a drink. <laughs> you want to. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we do a bourbon tasting. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Let's do yeah. a bourbon tasting, we'll, then we'll we, get back we to We got a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's some fun. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's awesome, man. Yes. Um, but we're going to do a bourbon tasting. Um, you like bourbon, Sean? I'll taste it. You taste it? Okay. Give us a little taste. Okay. (laughs) All right, man. That'll work. Um, we got a, let's take a break and get these poured real quick. Yep. So yeah, we got a, uh, Wilderness Trail, uh, Family Reserve Cast Strength Bourbon with us tonight. All righty. Uh, we'll give it a little smell taste, smell test. All right. See if you can pick so, anything out of there. Uh, for some of our listeners, they know this. Uh, when you actually go to smell your bourbon, make sure you hold your mouth open a little bit, and that way you can get a little bit more of the flavor and stuff back in the back. Mm-hmm. No, I'm getting... I get honey. Uh, I'm getting... Yeah, there's definitely mm-hmm. sweet. Maybe a little Probably maple. Probably honey. Maybe a little maple. Fruit. Maybe citrus. Maybe, yeah, citrus, citrus. maybe yeah. If it ain't citrus, it's cherry. It's some kind of cherry. Kind of smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Kind of smoky. Smoke. Okay. Hmm. All right. I swear when I, every time I smell that, I smell like old Forrester. 
<laughs> it does smell similar. It does smell similar. Did you get anything on that? Pulled I'm up? getting like a molasses. Oh, molasses. That's okay. what I'm smelling. But get when anything's pulled up, it's pending. Okay. Okay. I'm going to taste it here. So the Wolf Worcester, I believe, is from... Tastes pretty good. It's, it's really smooth. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah. For 110 proof, that's pretty damn smooth. Yeah. yeah. Did y'all ever have the hottie toddies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. No. Sugar and honey and whiskey. Oh, yeah, my grandmother used hot to make toddies. those hot toddy. Yeah, hot yeah, yeah. My grandmother used to. We didn't know the doctor. Oh, yeah, my grandmother would do the same thing if I had a flu, hot toddy. And got sent to our room and hot toddy. Dad was like, yeah, get all forced out. I'd be sick at your house all the time. Trust me, there's other things that went with that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> throwing me off a little bit. I can't tell. That was when the doctor had too he's much. not sick anymore, but he's drunk. <laughs> How you feel? I feel really good, mom. <laughs> and then, and then you're like, but now we know he's alcoholic. <laughs> yep, it's just the uh, straight, not the rye. What's a bottle that Straight bourbon. Yep. There we go. It's a single barrel. This mm-hmm. this the price point on this one's seventy or sixty nine dollars on that bottle right there. Mm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> tastes good. Yeah, it's very, very smooth. Very yeah. smooth. Very smooth. All right, Joe, what we got? Um, according to BreakingBourbon.com, our favorite no website. Hang on, just there's no review. It just tells about it. Oh, all we'll right. So it's a blind. It's a blind. Uh, it says a mix of vanilla, caramel, and mild oak make up the nose with ever slight hints of wild flowers. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the citrus we're smelling. I don't know. It could be. Yeah. Uh, vanilla, caramel. I don't think anybody said vanilla or caramel. We said... Uh, uh, caramel. I said molasses. Molasses. Yeah. I said honey. Pop of caramel. Hmm. Okay. Pop of caramel. What's a pop? What's even that describing? It means it's like, bam, caramel. Yeah, just that initial impact of caramel on the tip of your tongue whenever you taste it or that smell of it, that, that, that sweet. Yeah, that's the first... Initial is what that's talking about, but yeah. Um, for the taste, the elephant in the room is is the is that this tastes a bit strange and quite frankly off. I don't know. Well, we're doing the cash strength when you're yeah exactly versus the normal. Right. Um, the cash strength means it's straight out of the straight out of the barrel. Uh, most bourbons they dilute it with water. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is straight out of the barrel. No, that exactly how it came. Yeah, no uh, dilution, no, no dilution. nothing. It's pulled immediately from. So where is this taking place, huh? This uh, is this uh, is Wilderness Trail. Wilderness Trail, Wilderness which Trail is in Danville, Kentucky. Danville. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, regular regular um, Wilderness Trail is 100 proof. This is 110 proof. Yeah, 110.5. Uh, so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> from White Squirrel. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, different Sean you're not talking about <laughs> Sean Stevens, the one oh okay oh, y'all talking yeah, about yeah. somebody else it's like well, white, well he's, he's from White Squirrel I was like oh you're from uh, White Squirrel <laughs> there's a place in New Jersey called White Squirrel <laughs> we have to go to this yes yeah. there's a restaurant and a brewery yeah we're actually uh, talking about doing a live podcast from White Squirrel uh, we've, I've actually talked to Sean about being on it before mm-hmm. he opened uh, we never got around to getting him on here, but I'm going to talk to him about doing a live from uh, White Squirrel. Oh, that'd be uh, cool. Uh, yeah. He, they, oh, yeah. They were making waves over there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they were good when they first opened, and then when they shut down, it was just like, well, where, where are they going to go? What are they going to do? Yeah. They moved to it over there on Shake Rag, 3rd Street over there. And that over there, just the beautiful architecture. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They go for 110 proof bourbon. I'm, I'm giving that a. I'm giving that a eight. Eight. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that's really smooth. That's extremely straight, smooth. Straight bourbon. Yeah. For for a cast strength, I'm gonna go a little bit lower, Joe. I'm gonna go with a seven and a half. And the only reason I say a seven and a half is because this is but, so good that I could probably kill the whole bottle <laughs> and not feel good the next day. So it's seven and a half. I would say me. based on uh-huh. the smoothness, that's what I'm basing it off. Oh of. yeah, just the, the flavor. There's not a whole lot going on there as far as no, flavor. not really a whole lot. No. It's I mean, a, you, you're getting a little bit of, like, I tasted 
the sweetness and I'm tasting the oak, but I'm not really tasting anything else. Right. So I'm going to go with seven and a half. I, I like it. Very, but very, very smooth. Mm-hmm. Yes. For sure. I want to keep it on myself. Local G. Uh, it's a seven for me because this one's potent. My ears are already warm after a sip. <laughs> That's because you're wearing <laughs> headphones. No. I'm pink. I'm pinker than normal. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's good. It's really good. You will go to zero to 60 in 3.5 on yes. one glass. Yeah, yes. that's really good. And you got uh, a really big glass. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have over poured. I apologize <laughs> for that. All right, since, since we're talking to Sean, let's move on to some uh, uh, odd news. Okay. Uh, since we're talking to Sean here, uh, I've got a news story from New York. Okay. I'm sure he probably heard about this, but uh, let's get it pulled up here. Say goodbye to Body Painting Day in New York City's annual celebration of nudity and artistry. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he said that with just, oh, that stinks. <laughs> just, perfect. Comedic timing, perfect. All I can right. sense the distress in his voice. <laughs> yeah, aw. <laughs> Whatever will we do? <laughs> just go outside and wait for one of the drunks to just walk by. That's all you got to do. <laughs> if you've ever dreamed of Standing naked in New York City with dozens of strangers while artists turn your skin into artwork, you may have missed your chance. <laughs> it's all over. Not, they're not going to do it no more. Well, that's a real shame. Yeah. That really is. I, I have a very <laughs> dirty joke for that, and I'm not going to tell it. <laughs> well, you can't throw that out there and not tell it. I mean, come on. Dang Why is it, everything Brad. white? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had the, I had the uh, button you ready. You had the button ready. <laughs> <laughs> the new button is the button. Oh well, so I mean that. There's one of the artist paintings yep. there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of white in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a Ron Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Pablo Picasso. That's I'm a Ron sure Jeremy. Why they, they canceled it? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, Things that make you go. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Well, are they still going to ride in the subway in their underwear? That <laughs> I, I would say that's probably a, a, a yeah. That, that that's probably still going to be it's allowed. Still going to happen. Well, that's I don't know if it's allowed. First but... thing when you get back, <laughs> there's going to be people fighting if they can't do that. <laughs> it's not like the homeless division against the other homeless division. What division are you talking about? <laughs> about America, it's half of America. Like it's like is it the homeless battles? Like is that? A thing? I, I was getting ready to say it did the. Do the homeless people have like a, a Super Bowl? Like it's East Conference versus West Conference? Like East like Side of the Street versus West? Of, uh, <laughs> family Guy. It probably was. <laughs> is it that, but is it that prevalent though? That there's that many people on the subway really riding? Not to me. To I, I don't. Well, I don't ride the subway a lot, so it's hard for me to say. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I would either. Yeah, I'd be. If that's the only way you had to get around, you'd have to. But yeah. But I mean, that's just any kind of public transportation or anything like that. You're going to have to deal with, you know, other people. That's the that's the worst part about public transportation is other people. <laughs> worst thing about the worst things. Minnesota, mm-hmm. Twin Cities, and that was that was the only way around. Yeah. You know, I was. Oh, that was it was yeah it was rough. Yeah, I guarantee it. But it was not cold. No, yeah. no. So this one, um, mm-hmm. speaking of nakedness, there's a naked man terrorizing Los Angeles area apartment complexes. <laughs> but the issue is, and there's a video associated oh, with this Jesus. One. But the thing is, <laughs> it's not illegal. Where's this at? Los, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. In L.A. Mm-hmm. But apartment it's not. complex. So um, he's right there in his birthday. Yeah. He's, yeah. There he is. He's just. He's walking, walking the halls naked. Sauntering around and, holding his junk. And people were complaining about it, obviously. I dropped a dime. <laughs> That's exactly. Ooh, look, a no, penny. <laughs> no video or no audio associated with it. He's walking around. Oh, Lord. Um, like, Please don't let him pick up that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing anybody can do about it. Yeah, um, then he's gonna put the money in his prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> uh, the families are concerned because the children are running around. Uh, 
they'd seen him touching himself sexually while walking around naked in the hallways. Oh, that's fucked up. Okay, yeah. so the dude's on some shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you can also look at the dude's face and you can see there's, yeah, the lights are on, nobody's home. While the department is aware of the complaints, officers cannot arrest the man since no crime is being committed. What? Well, yes. That's like, bananas. They were like, oh, God, mental health. We don't know what the fuck to do. Well, yeah. I just, Basically, I mean. I, that would not fly in Bowling Green. Oh, just, no. <laughs> that's public, public indecency or whatever. Oh, public yeah. Exposure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, that's just. Oof. All right, let's move on. Um, let's get, let's bring another guest in. Or we got another guest? Uh, we got another guest. We got Connor O'Connor's here. Ah, he fuck. just showed up. Is he up. here? Yeah. All right. Um, he's going to come he in. He just texted you? We've got, yeah. All right, I'll go get um, him. A couple of news articles he might be interested in, so. All right. Hold we'll on. bring Connor in. Jesus, Mary, fucking Joseph, man, fucking you, baby. Where'd you get in? Fucking eight, ten half hours ago, I've been sitting outside the whole fucking time. Jesus, how you doing, Joey? Hello, Connor. Hey, what's going on, brother? Fucking hey, good to have you on, man. Good to have you back. Good to see you. Hello, love. How are you? I'm good. It's a pleasure to see you, love. So we got some guests. We got Sean and Brian with us. Sean, it's pleasure to meet you, man. Good to, be Good, to see you, Good to see you, old oh, chap. Sure. You oh, no, I'm not British. I'm Scotland. <laughs> fucking Ireland. Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus, Mary. Fucking awesome. He said mate. Jesus. So we got a, a world record that got broke. Wait, 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 a guy from Northern Ireland. Oh, yeah. Do you know him? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. What's the record? He, he played drums for over 150 hours straight. A so drum solo for 150 hours straight. Broke the world wow. record. Wow. Hunt- um, so he was just beating on something for 150 hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I mean, that. well, I think there's no records associated with that. <laughs> That's a totally different record. Listen, I don't care what he beat on. If he did it for 150 hours straight, I give that man all the props that he can fucking have. Okay, I don't give a shit if it was a drum, his meat, or his woman. I don't give a shit. Agreed. <laughs> well, I mean, the woman part. You the woman part I actually fucking care about. What do I know? You've got to say something. I couldn't just leave it at two. His name was Ollie Brown. What? Ollie Brown. <laughs> Fucker, I know that shit. That little bastard. Here he is. This is the countdown, I guess. Obviously. <laughs> I deducted that. He made it to 150 hours. 150 hours. What song did he play? I, I, I don't know. Hopefully a medley. Probably uh, a, it's it probably a meatloaf song. Fucking <laughs> 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 meatloaf. I, I would choose a dead song. Dead, dead song, song or a fish song or something. Just play Bohemian Rhapsody about 27 <laughs> times. You've got it. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> well, that's, that's really cool, actually. Yeah. 150 hours of playing the drums. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's fucking nice. Uh, some of the other world records, kind of the thing here. We've yeah, there was always there was a bunch of world records that were broke. Right. Uh, Chinese teen skips rope three hundred seventy times, three hundred seventy four times in one minute. Three hundred seventy four times. Rope. Yep. <clears throat> Skipping rope. Skipping rope. Um, I mean, he's not really got anything else to I do think there. They does he? went no. to a wormhole going that fast. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I don't know about that. Yo, yo, ma. Idaho man balances a guitar on his forehead for more than one hour and 46 minutes. Balances it on his head for one hour and 46 minutes. Was he standing or laying down? Because I could do that. <laughs> I mean, if you, if, you lay, if you lay it flat, yeah. I mean, yeah, let me <laughs> lay down on the ground and put a guitar on my head. I don't think I'll it was flat. It yeah, was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> from the uh, neck, the back of the, whatever you call it, right. back of the neck, balanced mm. it straight up. The the big part was oh right here. right here right here he is. and the right, massage therapist in me is screaming right here right so he held his for an hour and 26 minutes yeah ow 
Longest guitar balanced on the forehead. Oh. Hey there, folks. We've seen this fucker before. Is he? <laughs> rush back with this week's Guinness World Records title attempt. We've seen this man before, yeah, Joe. Is this the one that balanced... This did, is the one that no, did he, the... Um, Rode a unicycle and slashed apples with a it was samurai a, it was sword. It was a pogo stick and a samurai pogo, sword. Yeah, that's what it was. It's the same he, fucker. He bounced on a pogo stick. And it was painful. I had to reclaim the record in 2022 where I went an hour and 27 minutes. I had since lost it with a time of an hour and 38 minutes. Today, I'm announcing I went one hour, 46 minutes, 34 seconds to reclaim this Guinness World Records title. It is absolutely excruciating. The neck, the legs, the arms, the back. Keeping the body relaxed yet taut is difficult. The pain on the forehead was excruciating and it did not like it. I got a blood blister on my forehead yeah, after as well. Probably not. Hey, if you like these videos, hit like and subscribe. Nice him. I don't catch you next time. Jesus. He sat there for an hour yeah. and 46 minutes. That's uh, that's dedication there. That's, uh, that's more dedication than I have because mm -hmm. you would have had to fuck Force yeah. feed me drinks. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Is that Guinness? That's Guinness World Record. Guinness World Record. Well, well, uh, yeah, well, you know. Unfortunately, Guinness doesn't actually host these damn things. <laughs> and why not? Shoot. So this one. Free advertising. Exactly. <laughs> right up your alley. Um, All right. Connor. Okay. Uh, what are we talking about? Escape goat run over. Escape goats rover run California neighborhood. Ah, Jesus. So. Let me go get them again. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Your goats are out. Fucking goats are out again. This bastard. But can you imagine walking out your neighbor, your door, and you see these goats fucking everywhere, all over your neighborhood? I don't know what would you do. Holy shit, we're being attacked by goats. I don't know. Connor tore off like out of here like crazy. What Connor's happened? Connor's gone. He had to go get his goats. He's out. <laughs> all right. Goats what happened? Are, goats are ornery. <laughs> goats are ornery. Yes, you see those videos, man. Yeah. They're attacking people. They oh, yeah. Problems. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, those are hilarious. About that before. Oh, I was telling Joe earlier, uh, I, I saw a video the other day, and there's a dog that just recently got adopted that has that mental issue in its brain where when it gets too excited, it just locks up and lays down. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he found his forever home already, but it was so funny because they took a video of him, they throw a ball, and he takes about three steps and just falls to the side and doesn't move. so happy. <laughs> wow. And then he gets up and he's just... <laughs> it's fucking great. Uh, so another world record... Ontario mm -hmm. Ontario couple kiss after eating spicy peppers to break a world record. Wow. Yeah. Well, they are kissing. I love you, uh, but no. <laughs> no. Um, so they ate, a spi ate spicy peppers, then locked lips for more than 15 minutes to break the Guinness World Records. No. Just 15 minutes, huh? 15 minutes. No. They kissed for... After eating so, spicy peppers. So we could do a makeout we're session. Not, no, we're not. No. <laughs> not me and you. <laughs> I'm talking local G here, bro. <laughs> Just make out for 20 minutes and see what happens. It says, make sure you practice this because if you can't handle the pepper, you do not want to throw up in somebody's mouth. You <laughs> 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 There's a lot of trial and error there. How to get a divorce. Exactly, <laughs> Is how to get a divorce quickly, <laughs> baby. I love that. I love that. You lie so much. Like I would never want to see them again. No, no. Threw up my face. you threw up in my mouth. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, that's we're, we're done. No, that's, that sounds like that's, after prom. Shoes. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our last segment. Last segment, all right. Would you rather? Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, so, yeah, we just this do these. Fun. Yeah, we do the would you rathers and try to have fun with them. Would you rather always be late or always be unprepared? Ooh. Always be late. 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 I can't stand being unprepared. Like, uh, yeah, unprepared sucks. Late. I'll take late. Yeah. yeah. Day late, late. and a dollar short. It kind of goes hand in hand mm. all the time. Kinda. It does. Yeah. Like, if I show up late to a gig, then I'm going to be unprepared. <laughs> yeah. 
But there are times when it's like, all you right, are I'm going to take the extra. Because you were getting prepared. Exactly. I'm going to take the extra five minutes to make sure I've got everything in the vehicle or everything in my pockets that I need for what I'm going to. So, yeah, I will and always And that take is lead. how Brad is usually almost late for work every morning. <laughs> getting prepared. Yeah. You're not yeah. supposed to tell everyone that. I'm prepared. prepared every time because I tell you why. If you're not like Ice Cube always said, <laughs> Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. I remember. If you're not gonna be late. Always be early. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, right. That's true. Man, if you're on time, dude. No one's ever on fucking time. <laughs> oh yeah, I, dude. I was military. No one is ever on fucking time. Oh yeah, I was military for eight for eight years. <laughs> Who's this guy? This, oh, yeah. This oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a good good question for uh, Sean here. Okay. Would you rather play a villain in a movie or mm. play a hero? Ooh. I know what my answer is. I know what mine is. I know what mine is. Villain. Villain? villain? Yep. I'm going villain. I'm going villain. Villain. I'm going villain because I can pull off some crazy shit. Yes. And I can pull I off crazy like, villain's girlfriend. I feel like it'd be fun to just try to kind of channel that dark side once. Oh, know. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's know. all there. It's sitting there. You just got to oh, yeah. wink it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's stupid simple to make yourself sound just absolutely maniacal <laughs> yeah. without even really trying. Just that. <laughs> you know that's the the crazy like i'm a mad scientist but you do that shit just out in normal public everybody else is going to look at you and go okay that motherfucker's lost his mind or, or yeah. that that very true that oh yeah. yeah or you just get that that kubrick that stare that like, oh yeah the death <laughs> just the the kubrick <laughs> Playing the hero, I don't know. I just be. I, don't, I just don't. Heroes are fun, but yeah, but I, yeah. Why not be Angelina Jolie and be Maleficent? Like, come on. Yeah, well, I, mean, I mean, I guess Venom was a hero too, right? Anti-hero. Anti-hero, yeah. Yeah, anti-hero. Like, Same thing as Deadpool. Right, but yeah. like, yeah, he's not a villain. He started off as a villain, and then he became a hero. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's anti-hero. I would think that would be my hero, like Deadpool. Yeah, yeah Deadpool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Be the anti-hero. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I wear I like red, him. so the bad guys can't see me bleed. <laughs> 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 this guy had the right idea. He's wearing the brown pants. <laughs> Ryan has a lot of fun with that. Oh, yes, he does, dude. And you can tell just from the way the movies are made. You can tell he has a blast with that shit. Oh, yeah. And that Deadpool was made for him. Oh, yeah. I heard he's one of the nicest. I have to. You can see that. I mean, you can see that. I feel like he's very funny. Mm -hmm. 61% said play a hero in a movie. Wow. I mean, yeah. If you're going to be. out at the podcast. Well, if if you're going to be the hero for like Marvel or something like that, if you're talking about continuity to where you can go from movie to movie to movie that's great because in most of the marvel movies the villain is usually dead by either the first or the second movie right they don't really get to continue on to a third or fourth film you know it's it's very rare that you see them more than that so i think that's where a lot of people get that but yeah the villain's just more fun to play yeah and you know with those characters i Mm -hmm. think about how I mean, extreme and vivid, and so much more in depth they go. And oh yeah. Portray. I mean, you're just most of them. Heath Ledger, you know. Oh yeah. I mean, I could. Oh yeah. Miles away from. I mean, I was a part of that. Oh yeah, Nicholson was my favorite. I mean, if you break it down, Nicholson is my favorite Joker because he's the one closest to the comic books. But Ledger played the Psycho right. better than any others yeah. have ever played it. May he rest in peace. Yeah. That's that's the way I look at it. And if you can do something like that with a villain, then you can you can leave a mark to where people go, Yeah, nothing's gonna top that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin was Phoenix. Pretty good. Yeah. He's pretty he did good. he did pretty it's good. Totally different. It's totally different. He, he won an Oscar. He won that. an Oscar. Won I, an Oscar. I wasn't a huge fan of the film, but yeah. he did a good he did a good portrayal. I'll right. say that. And they've got the new one coming yeah, out with Lady like, Gaga. I feel like the new one's yeah. going to be The new one might badass. be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah Lady Gaga, I feel like she'll go there. Yeah, yeah she might. Yeah, she's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she really takes it serious and gets, gets really... Gets into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Into the character. The uh, one that was in uh, the Man in Black. That was 
Johnny Cash. Oh, his Johnny Cash film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ring of yeah. Fire. Yeah, that was a good one, too. You think the last one, Joe? Last one. All right. Last uh, Would You Rather. Okay. Um, would you rather live without internet in the house of your dreams or live in your current house with internet? No internet. <laughs> I'm going without internet. No internet. House of my, my dreams. Because my house of my dreams is going to have an outdoor area. It's going to have so much more to do yeah. That, yeah. that you wouldn't need house. internet. House of your dreams, yeah. Do right. we get to download all of our music before we get to the house? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Well, we're not living without that. And what are we well, going to do for the podcast? Come on, Joe. Come on. Think of these things. No, Depends well, on. Well, here's, no, no, no. Here's how you it, fix that. It didn't because say we didn't have to no. go anywhere else. Yeah, it doesn't mean all of us. <laughs> exactly. My wife is not under those same rules. <laughs> Exactly. She's under different rules, so she can have it all there. It just says, look, live without it. Look, Wi-Fi, is this a Wi-Fi? Hang on, it says Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. It just says internet, so I don't know. It just says internet. So I, I will say There's this. I, I've got enough invested into some of the things that I watch on YouTube and stuff, like Critical Role and stuff like that, that I'm one of those that I'm like, no, there's, there's no way that I could – not watch that but the good thing is is i also can get those on the podcast version so i could not watch it if i wanted to and just listen to it on my phone and just download it whenever i'm out without just having the house of my dreams i think i'd be okay with it i mean if it's the real house of my dreams yes uh definitely if it's exactly what i want yeah yeah because I want a house that's like the room of requirement i just open the door and it's what i need (laughs) (laughs) like it like Is there it. land that comes with this house? <laughs> yes, and it better have twenty acres. Uh-huh, then we won't need internet because we're gonna be working. Yeah, on that, on uh, that acreage. Sixty-three <laughs> percent said live in your current house. Sixty-three percent in the current house. Yeah, yeah no. They would uh-huh. rather have the internet. They would rather yeah. have the internet. That's sad. Uh, ha- have you guys seen the movie? Uh, there's a movie that was on Netflix, and it's an animated movie. It's called The Mitchells versus the Robots or something like that, or End of the World or something. And this AI takes over and shuts down Wi-Fi for 24 hours. And the human population in the movie goes from, we're a civilized population, we know the difference, to all of a sudden, Wi-Fi gone, no! And like trying to sacrifice people. And it's the funniest damn like 20 seconds of that movie. Uh That's just them going absolutely apeshit. And you see one guy like running around with a spear going, I need (laughs) Wi-Fi! Just hilarious. Loved it. But that's probably not far from the truth. No, it's not. <laughs> I guarantee scary. you, if you that's got rid of, terrifying. oh yeah, if you got rid of Snapchat, if you got all rid of all social media for twenty four hours, this world would crumble in instant. All right, one more question, then we'll end this. Too hot or too cold? Would you rather be Ooh. too hot or too cold? Hot. Too hot. Too hot. I'll take too hot. Hot. Cold, you can only say you live in New York. Which one is it? If you're always <laughs> cold, you can always put more layers on to try to make yourself feel better. But there's only a certain level that, like, removing before it's like, all right, I'm just gonna have to be like this. Yeah, hmm. and that's why you're naked on a subway. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'd rather be cold. Oh, that was a baby surf. I've been in both situations. I have been entirely too hot in Afghanistan, and I've been entirely too cold in fucking New York. There's no in between that's really good. I don't. So yeah, I will take the I will take the hot over the cold because cold is just miserable. Hot. You can find shade. You can drink water. Yeah. You can sit down, and you can be fine. If yeah, you but just if you're sit. cold, you can put on more clothes, right? <laughs> yeah, if you're cold, you can put on more clothes. But if you're cold constantly, all the time, all you're doing is shivering. That's just making your body work, See, and you're not doing anything. See, for me, if I get too cold and I keep putting layers on, I'm gonna be Ralphie from Christmas a Christmas Story, and then you're just gonna roll me out the door. Ralphie, <laughs> I can't get off. I can't get off. That was the voice. That was Stick your tongue on that pole. Yeah, I'd like to change my answer. I double dog dare ya. Stick your tongue to the mic. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't 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 Please do don't that. Don't lick the mic. You don't know what I like to be. Dog, dare you. 
I'll triple dog dare you. Right here, Sean. That's brilliant. 57% said be too cold. 57% said be too cold. And I can't hang out with Wow. Now, 57% of people are idiots. All right. I think that'll conclude. Thanks, Sean. Episode of. Yes, Jump yes. Me Thank you, Sean. I appreciate you coming on and, and doing this, man. Yeah, thanks for having us out, man. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed absolutely. it. Uh, Very interesting stuff. Very yes. some nice cool whiskey stuff. there. That was good. Yeah, thank, uh, thank bur- you. Is it bourbon? Bourbon. Or bourbon. Uh, it is. Bourbon. Yeah, this is bourbon whiskey. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really good. All bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. Correct. Um, it's a Kentucky thing. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you. We figured out it's not actually. Uh, bourbon can be made anywhere. Yeah. It's not it only made Kentucky. In the States. It ha- it, it's the but, way that it's actually uh, processed well, that yeah. makes it a bourbon versus a whiskey. I think ninety-five percent of the bourbons are made in Kentucky, but mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be made in Kentucky. Yeah, it's yeah. A Kentucky thing. Well, they want that stand. Got a fun yeah. fact. Mm-hmm. You know the thirty-seventh parallel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know about that? What about it? And us in Hindu Kush. Mm-hmm. Well, we have most. That's why we have the best weed because we have the most sunlight. We're the 37th parallel. That is, oh, that does make out. sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. That does Hindu make Kush. sense. They're the 37th parallel also. Cool. Nice. Well, there you go. Fun fact. Hey, fun fact. fact. You heard it right here on Jumping Me Podcast. My Kentucky people, if you want to start growing some weed, we're on 37th. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Tune in again next time to Jumping Me Pocket. Thank y'all. Have a good night, y'all. Thank you much. 